On this week's episode, we are going to talk about animated backgrounds coming to Microsoft Teams. Also, in Teams, we're going to be able to attach cloud files in chat from the Teams mobile. And Task in Microsoft Loop Components are going to start syncing with Planner and To Do. That and more on this week's episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of the 365 Message Center Show. Check out our website at 365mcs.com for all the details about our show. And we're on all the socials at 365mcs. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Happy to have you with us as we go through a few messages this week. Uh, Daniel, those are some pretty good headlines. Pretty good. I agree with you. There's some interesting stuff going on here. Um, and we will uh, leave it up to our listeners and watchers to come up with their own opinions about whether they're good changes or bad changes. Um, no, we won't, because we'll tell you what we think. And we'll tell you our <laughs> Tell you what you should be thinking. <laughs> I mean, that's the whole point of this show, is it not? Is, is to bring our experiences and try to help you understand th what these changes mean for you and your organization. So that's why we're here. So... Uh, Welcome, everyone. So glad to be here. Daryl, how are you, sir? Oh, good. It's, uh, you know, getting into the coolness of winter, um, but we had some really nice few sunny days of, um, yeah, blue skies. It was good. Yeah. Mm. We just had uh, some thunderstorms roll through. Um, it's, it is not cold here. It's quite warm. Um, but, um, yeah, so... Um, for everyone, just in case you can't tell by uh, Daryl's accent, and since I don't have one, I'd let you know that we live in two different hemispheres, so we have different, you know, weather. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but I mean, I you like all the... know that because because they've been watching us for years. And I if like... you're new here, you probably could tell <laughs> anyway. You probably could. So, Daryl. Yeah. Um, I want to pause here for just one second. And while you're here, everyone, you might as well go ahead, smash that subscribe button, click the the uh, bell. Let let us know that um, we are your podcast of choice by giving us that rating on the podcast uh, service wherever you find our podcast. We'd love for you to do that so others can find us as well. Uh, so might as well. You're here. I mean, you're listening or watching. Might as well go ahead and do it. Mm. You're right. I mean, might as well. So you could also hit us up on socials at 365MCS. We're on all of them that matter. So we'd love to chat with you. There's been several on LinkedIn this past week that were sharing their thoughts and, and sharing the episode out. So we really appreciate that. Um, so, yeah, we're on LinkedIn as well. Yeah, there's there's definitely some good opinions being shared there too, and mm -hmm. I, I like seeing uh, the different thoughts from admins from around the world uh, as mm -hmm. they try and figure out, you know, how is this landing and um, how is it being rolled out to my people and same old challenge of you know keeping people up to date. It's it's uh, all all about the reason why we do what we do here to that is create correct. awareness. Yes, absolutely. So let's dive in and start creating some awareness, Daryl. Yes, yes. I, let's talk about our headline, one of our headlines anyway, Yep. Um, which is 
the loop and planner playing nice together mm, yeah yeah um for those of you who might have been trying out the microsoft loop app microsoft loop is uh, a collaborative canvas a place where you can just start working together and um the the loop app is uh has come out in you know sort of more recent times and enables us to create workspaces and put all our pages together in one place and one of the cool features that came out with this was when we create a task list on a page the task list looks quite unassuming it's a table it's got a name of the task and a date and who you've assigned it to and it doesn't really look like a, a lot is going on but in the background what was introduced with the loop app was it also synchronizes to planner and therefore to do if you've got a task that's assigned to you then you'll see it in your assigned tasks smart list well this lovely functionality is also now going to be available in the loops that we add to teams chat and outlook and various other places that we can add loop components um, now what, what some of us have discovered uh, and come to understand, you don't, we don't have any screenshots in this message, so I'll have to take care as I describe it. Um, but we all know what Planner looks like and that Planner creates a uh, Microsoft 365 group or maybe you're already creating it from a group or a Microsoft team and the plan is uh, accessible by all members of the team. Whereas a plan that is created from Loop, whether it be the Loop app and now Loop components, uh, is a plan that is just connected and associated with whoever has access to that page. And uh, it will create a, a new plan and a bucket. And we know what a bucket is where we can drop our tasks in and, and do that. If we add another task list to the same page, it creates another bucket. And um, yeah, I think, Daniel, I'll pause there because I know one of your reactions was, hey, uh, well, tell us about it. What did you think about the the uh, possibility of, of all of these plans? Well, I think there's some sprawl that could happen here, right? Because if you think about the components that you're in, you might create these task lists and think uh, it's one of those, it's happening somewhere else and I don't, I don't need to worry about what's happening, right? Just like uh, if you're creating, um, what's a good announcement? Maybe you're creating 365 groups. Uh, for email and you don't understand that there's a bunch of other stuff that's being created as well mm. um, same here with i'm creating a task list and now i've got a planner yes but uh, you know maybe i create another task list and another one another what, what's happening here um in behind the scenes and then you know what does that look like from the planner side because you're going to have people who want to manage it from the planner mm. side right as well and then what happens if you start moving stuff around and creating new buckets and all of this and expect it to sink back but it doesn't and, uh, as far as new buckets and and all, like um i just think there's some education that you have to do with yeah. your users here i think really this is a, a time that you need to educate your users on on how to use this properly mm -hmm. uh, for sure definitely uh, and so take that hint because, uh, first of all, uh, as admins or as change managers or people who are just interested in, in adopting this stuff early, uh, just take a, a look at it, try it out, understand how it works and how the, the list that you create in a loop will create that plan. 
Uh, as Daniel s said earlier, it does do some synchronizing between. So if you do cross off a task within within planner or within to do, it's going to synchronize and show the same completed task on on loop. But yeah, there there is a bit of education, especially around how to connect and manage and you know make sense of it all. So uh, this is rolling out in mid June. So yeah, now-ish and expected to be complete mid-July. Daniel, uh, moving on to uh, another interesting feature, uh, coming to a team near you. I'm about to get animated. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm going to get animated. All right. So this one's updated, um, although we don't have an updated date, which is interesting, but animated backgrounds in Microsoft Teams, MC578280. And just like the title says, this is bringing a new type of background for you and your wonderful meetings, which is animated backgrounds. Mm. Uh, this won't be distracting at all. Um, so uh, when you go to add a background, you'll notice that there will be um, these new animated uh, backgrounds available right now. It is just those. Um, it is not um, ones that you bring yourself. This is ones that Microsoft are providing for you right now uh, at this time and you'll notice it has like a little movie little rectangle in the bottom left um, kind of a play button to denote that it's a an animated version hmm. of the background so um i i read the title i didn't even read the message at first i read the title and i will say daryl i wasn't too excited about this one um, because, and, and I think I've expressed this before. I don't like to be distracted when I'm in meetings. I want to concentrate on what I'm, what we're talking about and doing so we can kind of move on and get out of the meeting instead of mm. spending time talking about whatever the thing is that's distracting us. Um, but the, for this, I feel like maybe it, it might be a distraction. We don't have an, we have a screenshot here showing how to, you know, where it is, but we don't, you know, Obviously, because, um, uh, you know, this is just a, a JPEG or whatever, uh, a still image. We don't have, you know, what's this going to actually look like, hmm. right? Um, well, we can make some guesses. Like, I'd say the middle one where it's this reflection <laughs> of uh, a cloud at sunset, but kind of strange colors, but reflections or ripple. The one I'd be worried about is I think these are like the rose the, petals floating yeah, around. on the right. Yeah. yeah, the one on the right, like how floaty is this going to be? And um, I mean, th that's that's really what I'm I'm talking about here is how distracting is this going to be? And and frankly, why? I I, I love teams, you know, I love teams I, for this. I just I'm not entirely sure I understand why you would want an animated background. Um, but you, I mean, you had a, some thoughts on this, yeah. right? On yeah, yeah. why you might want this. Well, I, I, I think, um, it may be as a presenter, right? So I'm not so interested in, in a gallery of seven by seven people all with animations going on, you know, but, uh, if it was a presenter and, you know, you're almost doing the, the content overlay or those sorts of effects, just a subtle animated background that, that has a, you know, slow moving something uh, could be nice. But uh, when it's 
you know that the postage stamp sized mm. uh, grid of people and it's all just movement as well it just gets a bit much so yeah that's well, my and you, and, well you you kind of mentioned something there though that i think is going to be the really important part is how fast is this moving yep um you know it's probably i would say i'm guessing it's not going to be moving fast like <laughs> right um but is it going to be moving slower than a sloth uh, or faster than a sloth? I think if it's moving faster than sloth, it's going to be very distracting. Um, you know, I, I think it really needs to be moving slow, slowly, or mm. it's really not going to be helpful. The the it. Twilight one will have, I think, that looks like, uh, I guess, a townscape in the countryside. Mm. So it'll be twinkling lights, the pink clouds, it'll be rippling water. And then these rose petals will be slow moving, but you know it's got a loop as well to to kind of make sense. Otherwise, it jumps to whatever it is. Right. And these are just okay. three that Microsoft are creating for us, I guess, to test the waters. Because Maybe. if they open it up and allow us all to create our own um, backgrounds that are animated, um, oh Daniel, you must sort of also tell us a bit about the. Um, um, limitations you know that that it's yeah. not just going to be any old machine that can handle this yeah no in, in the message it talks about how um you know they're not available to low-end devices so it requires at least eight gigs of ram and at least four cores in your processor now any modern machine is going to have that really but if you have a low-end device a, a, a more inexpensive device it might only have like four gigs of ram um, then, or an older device, you know, some of those might not meet the requirements here. Mm. Um, now, I think the important part here is, yeah, it's going to use more resources. If you think about what's going on, um, and so if you have any sort of issues with Teams, uh, you know, using too much resources in, in any way, when you're maybe your machine is what I mean. Like if mm. you have a lower end machine and you have problems with teams already hogging your stuff while you're trying to run some other program as well, then maybe you shouldn't use this animation. Mm -hmm. um, so rollout will be targeted release mid June. So now ish um, through late June, then public preview will be mid June as well. And then late June. Standard release will be early July through late July. And then, yes, government folks, GCC High and DOD, you'll be getting it late September through late October. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. And uh, I'm, I'm open. My mind is open. Let's see how it works. But yeah, I'm, I'm ready to be distracted. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can see all three of those being well used in the Department of Defense. Yeah. So, you know, um, just just reading that and seeing that just puts a, you know, Daryl, it puts a glint in my eye. You know, oh, does just... it? Let me let me get it out for you. <laughs> just hold still. <laughs> oh, terrible. Um, yeah. Microsoft Fever Glint Service Plan Availability MC5743821. Surprise Glint. Uh, or what, what was known as LinkedIn Glint is becoming part of Microsoft Fever. Uh, and not so, not just that, but actually part of the premium plan, uh, rather the Viva Suite plan. Is that the same thing? Probably not. 
they call it the sweet sweet license where you've got all the viva all the viva goodness uh, all the different various products um insights and oh actually is insights included sheesh now i'm showing showing my uh yeah my lack of knowledge um uh, learning uh uh, topics, yeah, that sort of stuff. Uh, well, mm -hmm. Glint's going to be included. What is Glint? Glint is the, uh, the the way of being able to run a survey across your organization and and get those results back uh, as something of a uh, a health check about how people are feeling about work, their sentiment. Uh, I heard it described, Daniel, like um, when you think about insights, and the insights also gives us some insights into how people work, uh, that insights is more about how people are using the tools and what you can learn from that versus Glint saying the sentiments and what what we feel and, and how we respond to certain questions. Um, voice of the employee, as they've got it in uh, speech marks around mm -hmm. that, and voice marks. Uh, but I think, yeah, just really the the big news here is that it isn't necessarily uh, a add-on product that it's Suite, Viva Suite Plus, but it's being brought into the Viva Suite. Uh, what are your thoughts on that, Daniel? Yeah, indeed. That you know that I think that was a big question uh, for Glint. Is is what is this going to be? Is it going to be? Uh, for me, this was a big question. I don't maybe I'm not speaking for everyone in the world, but um, for me, it was: Are they going to bring Glint as in as some part of Viva Insights some way, you know, um, were they going to bring in Glint, but have it as separate outside of the suite, you know, uh, so there was just questions that I was asking. So here we have, you know, Viva Suite includes connections, of course, engage, we've talked a lot about answers and such. So that's included with and uh, suite includes Viva topics, Viva learning, uh, Viva insights and goals. Uh, and now Viva Glint. Um, so mm. I, I'm, I like it. I like that it's going to be part of the suite, bringing more value to the suite, um, which is, yeah. you know, off the shelf. I think pricing right now is, um, I think it's $12 per user. I say off the shelf because, you know, it just depends on kind of the race, relationship you have with Microsoft and mm. what kind of deal you can get or whatever. But um so bringing more value to that Viva Suite. I'm loving it. Mm. Uh, for those organizations that are using LinkedIn Glint, uh, they recommend that uh, in this changeover where the Glint service plan will become available for uh, anyone with a premium license, if you're using LinkedIn Glint, it's best to hold off uh, changing or starting it up with that um, that uh, service plan until there's a, a migration path or a connection path to bring over your, your LinkedIn data. Uh, but for, for everyone else who has Viva Suite and they've been looking forward to this, uh, you can um, you know activate it, check it out, uh, do it cautiously in a pilot and just try things out, get familiar with it. And then it's all about um, you know rolling it out so everyone can, can benefit from it. Um, that's Viva Glint. And uh, next up, uh, another Viva announcement. Indeed. This one is 
Microsoft Viva Quick Access to Home Site on Viva Connections Mobile, MC574387. And this is really, it's all about bringing a nice, easy access link, a button, a shortcut button to the home site. Uh, from that uh, Viva Connections dashboard on your mobile. So the message has a screenshot showing, you know, what we normally would see in Viva Connections mobile. You have a dashboard tab, a feed, and a resources. And on the dashboard tab, you're going to see the button uh, in the top right that will take you to your home site. Now, this is going to follow, it's going to use the same logo that you've set um, so, you know, make sure that you, you pick one that is, um, that it renders properly and it's going to look good, um, on the, the mobile device in the dashboard. So, um, you know, what it's going to look like once you click it, you know, that there's going to be a lot of factors here as to, you know, what your site's going to look like, um, and how it works in mobile, because it all depends on how you've laid out your site. Right. And how mm. what stuff you put on the page and and, you know, what kind of features you're using. Um, but just make sure that um, at least the logo, the icon, I mean, is is good. But um, Daryl, do you see this as something that's beneficial for those mobile users that are trying to stay connected within their organization? Yeah, sure. Uh, I think um, I mean, we've seen the capability to open up news and pages from the uh, whether you're opening news from the newsfeed or you're opening pages from the resources uh, menu which is your global menu uh, it just makes sense to be able to display the the home site but yeah i i know of a couple of um, clients that we have where when you use a vertical section you've got a choice of having it either at the top or at the bottom uh, and and so when it's a smaller mobile screen uh, you can imagine if, if news was important uh, and your vertical section was put to the top, then your news is going to be bumped down to whatever you've got in your vertical section. Just, you know, throwing in some some detail there in the weeds. But That's right. uh, I think it, it's, yeah, it's good to be able to get to our intranet. And I think it's just going further than uh, what we were able to do with the SharePoint mobile app as well. Hmm. Indeed. Well, this is going to be coming at you, folks, late June, and be expected to complete that rollout by mid-July. So, folks, you're going to have that in your hands, literally. <laughs> um, and this the summer, if you're in the northern hemisphere. Yeah, or winter, and yeah, it'll warm your Winter's heart. Coming. I'm sure. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what else would warm my heart is when I'm in Teams, let's stick to mobile here. When I'm in yeah. Teams and I'm in mobile, I want to be able to attach files easily from from OneDrive and stuff in my chat. Can, can I do that, Daryl? Not today, Daniel, but oh. soon. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I remember uh, trying to do this uh, in a Teams chat uh, and wanting to attach a file that I've been working on recently. And at the moment, it is taking me to local files on my iPhone. And I understand that it's a similar experience for Android. Uh, but 
the uh, Microsoft Teams team and the mobile team of the Teams Teamy team have uh, <laughs> built the capability to uh, browse your cloud cloud files. Uh, so that means that you can. Let's. Uh, this is actually quite impressive this week. Uh, they have four full size screenshots, and here we have a chat uh, where you can um, add the hit the plus button beside your, your messaging box, you can then choose the attach button, um, you then get a tray that comes up which allows you to browse either your OneDrive or this device, whereas beforehand it was just this device. It will also show your recent files, that's probably the most um, useful thing uh, about it, you know, that you're going to be able to go straight into what you uh, used to be able to, uh, that you were working on recently. But if you tap on see all, uh, you can also uh, select files, multiple files, and uh, go and browse your folder structure. I don't know though, Daniel, if this supports your, uh, the OneDrive shortcuts. I have found some places where that goodness isn't necessarily supported. Mm. Um, so I think it's just going to give us the ability to see our OneDrive files at this point. Gotcha. That's a good call out because some people really do rely on those shortcuts um, in OneDrive to that to all of different data, not mm. just you know within their OneDrive. Yep, certainly I found it quite quite useful. Uh, so this is rolling out in late June and will be finished in uh, mid July. So no stratification there of various different rollout paces uh, it's just going to come at you um but enjoy i, I know like i would because uh I, there were all sorts of crazy workarounds i used to try and use of download to device mm -hmm. put in my iCloud or you know and then uh, it was just messy yeah mm. multiple copies everywhere no one likes that indeed well, we hope that you've enjoyed this week's episode. And if you have, make sure that you give us a thumbs up. Give us uh, that rating on the podcast channel. We'd, we'd love to see that. And make sure you, you reach out to us at 365MCS. We're approachable. We won't bite. Um, and we'd love to have conversations with you uh, on the socials. Uh, we are on all of the socials. Well, the ones that matter, like I say. So... Um, you know, for do we have a Discord? Like I said, oh, okay. All the ones that matter, we are we are there. So <laughs> uh, sorry, gamers. Week, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. This week, I am actually in Washington D.C. at the three six five Educon conference. I'm giving workshop and some sessions um, on Power BI and. Uh, a couple of sessions with actually um, another MVP, Joanne Klein, on compliance and syntax and topics. And it's going to be wonderful. So if you're in Washington, D.C., uh, please make sure that uh, you come by and see me. Love to uh, chat and give you a sticker. So I'd love <laughs> to see you then. Well, thanks all for joining, and we'll see you again next week. Bye for now. Yeah.